the challenge uh, elimination locations because the pit, I feel like the pit was one of them. Uh, salute to Billy. Salute to Charlie Kravitz as well. Huge challenge fan. Salute to Juju. Finding out Juju is a challenge fan. Big for me. Sorry, I don't mean to make this so cutthroat. Anyways, um, I will say that they've always had these cra- crazy names like the crater, the lair, the jungle. The pit was definitely one of them. The killing mm. floor was also it, a name. That sounds it. like a battle bots arena. They had this like Mad Max theme season, and it's the one I think that uh that Billy and them covered when they were ESPN's number one challenge podcast. And that season is when they had the killing floor. The mm. gulag was also one. Uh they what is it? The gauntlet, because they had that, that season named after it. That was that ended up being the location where they had eliminations. You know, I can honestly say I've never seen a single second of the challenge. Oh, you're missing out. It's America's mm. fifth favorite sport. Um, yeah, you know, it's on the rise. Uh, well, it was on the rise. Slipped off a little bit here and there. You know, pandemic will do that to you, to, to some of your reality TV. Yeah. But, um, you know, I think as long as these, these casts, these reality TV casts get back out to drinking in public, it will be good. You know? Um, yeah. But that does... I wanted to think of like a top five, like uh, elimination location thing for the challenge, but screw that. I have a top five Royal Rumble winner list here for you, Beep. Okay. Uh, This and again, this is my personal list. So if anybody wants to, you know, come in here and you know say anything to me, they can uh, they can suck it. You know, they're jabronis. Okay. All right. So at number five, we have Batista. The great actor himself, the greatest actor to ever come from wrestling in 2005. Two time winner, Batista. Two time winner, Batista. Yeah, you know, shaking the ropes. Uh, that was when he won it. I was a little, the first, the first one he won, I was super surprised, but that was cool. Well, uh, the, the first one he won, that was the one where he, you know, tied uh, John Cena. Like they both went out yeah, at the same time. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. The man. Came down to the ring, storming, mad as hell. I'm mad as hell. You're fired. And then he mm-hmm. tore both of his quads and sat down in the ring. Oh, God. Yeah. If you haven't seen that video, it's it's hysterical. Look up just that last part. Speaking of tearing quad, isn't it the video of Triple H tearing his quad, doing a pedigree on the announce table is like seared into my brain. Yeah. Because he w- that was like potentially that was going to be it for his career, and that's what it was looking like. But luckily, he was able to make you know this really miraculous recovery. But that was nuts. I mean, anytime I think about like a torn quad, I think Triple H in wrestling. Now, how how do you think he did that? I and obviously the the listening audience can't see this, but I'm giving the the Brian Windhorse fingers. Mm-hmm. How how do you think he did that? Hmm. Think about it. How do you think he did that? Hmm. Anyway, number four. Mm-hmm. Number four, Shawn Michaels in 1996. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm going with, with him here. Uh, I'm trying to remember. He That, that was the second of his back to back. Yeah, that, that was, that was the, second the second of his back to back. Yeah. The only back to back. British winner. Bulldog. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm. it was either this one or the one before. I think he was one of the, the you know, he's one of those contestants to come in like, as one of the the first people, and then win it all. Wait, didn't he win it? Or maybe that was later on because he, he I believe, he might have won a third one. No, no. no so that. there's only been one that, three-time like, winner. So it, it, Shawn Stone Michaels' Cold. first um, 
first Rumble win uh, in 95. He came in number one. Yeah. Okay. That's the one he came in number one. But 96. I liked liked him eliminating his best friend Diesel more so. Too sweet. If you know, you know. Uh, Number three. Number three, we have The Rock in 2000 eliminating The Big Show. He did a good job singing that song. Captain Insano. Couldn't say better myself. Real ones, no. And number two, Stone Cold in 97. His first win in the Royal Rumble, eliminating Bret Hart. Hmm? Hmm? Yeah. Especially like Stone Cold has that legendary moment where he really like ascended into stardom where he was getting the, you know, the sharpshooter put on him and he's bleeding and he passes out because he refused to tap out and quit. That famous blood blood from a stone Mm t-shirt. Everything was black and white except for the blood coming down his face. Just. ah. I'm going to go look up a a Stone Cold t-shirt right now. Probably another one. What? Speaking of what? Stone Cold at number one in 2001. Uh, he eliminated Kane, and Kane was like on fire. I mean, I know that's his whole gimmick, but he Literally. was on, yeah, he was on fire in this Rumble, just tossing people out left and right. And it looked like it was going to be Kane's Royal Rumble, and Stone Cold came in and he won that one. You know, when that glass shatters, it gets buck wild in every single orifice of the arenas. And my here's, here's an interesting fact. Um, about the, about the rumble. So Kane has like, I think the most appearances with, I don't know, 17 or 18 or something like that. He has never won the rumble. Yeah. He's just supposed to, he's there for like, you, you need a good broom in the rumble. I, no, always I, need I, I, told, I totally get that. But you, you think, I mean, he's he had the all, ring. He had all that heat, you know, in the, you know, late 90s, early 2000s, uh, mid 2000s, 2010s. He had all of, you know, all that, that, that heat and all the, you know, the, the push from the company and never won the Rumble. That, that shocks the hell out of me. Well, you know what's crazy is he only, like, his only serious run at the title was when he first came in. When they had the whole storyline between him and the Undertaker, that's when I feel like that was like one of the only times they gave him a serious shot to be a leading man. And then since then, it's been kind of like, I mean, he had his moments here and there where he, they, you know, they, maybe I think how many times did he win? I think he only had the title one time, and that might have been after his his run with the Undertaker. But still, I mean, 90, 90s Kane was good. I mean, him and Triple H had this really cool feud, and like China was mixed into. And I, I love the way it would play out on Raw. That was was really awesome. Beep, were you a big '90s wrestling fan? So yeah, I, I I was really into it in the the Attitude Era. So like mid to late '90s, early 2000s stuff. And then I just I just stopped watching. Um, yeah, and same. I started I started kind of picking up picking it back up. You know, this past I don't know a year or so. I started watching all of like the big pay-per-view stuff. So um, going back, I want to say to like 2010, I started with the rumble in 2010, WrestleMania, SummerSlam and Survivor Series. So I would watch basically the the four majors is what I was watching. And I started, is is this the old WWE app? 
No, this is this is just through Peacock. They have all of the old pay per views on yeah, there, like going yeah. back to like well, WCW and the old WWF stuff. Yeah, so I know. I started but, watching those. So when I watched every Royal Rumble, like I was telling you, and that's why I was able to put uh, uh, joining us right now. We have Stupak, Stu, uh, hashtag Stupak City. Uh, Pac, we, we haven't brought up your Lopic because we weren't sure if you were going to hop on, but we did want to talk about the Royal Rumble since it was coming up in general. Um, getting back to it. I watched every Royal Rumble back when the WWE app or the network was was a whole thing before they went. They sold themselves to Peacock because it's still been murky. Like Peacock still doesn't have everything like the entire library that like the network had. So they got to figure out a way to get that somewhat fixed. But I'm similar to you where I got back more into wrestling within the last five years, but that was through triple H building up NXT because he did such a good job with that. I'm so glad he's running it right now, but it looks like that's going to be, you know, times a ticket on that one, but that dude knows wrestling. And I don't know. Have you watched NXT? Any NXT beep? No, I I've, I've only gotten to the, just the four majors. Um, I'm calling them the four majors. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I am just about done with survivor series 2020 or no, I'm sorry, 2022, just in time for the Royal rumble, which is this Saturday. So that, that, that was my plan to get mm-hmm. kind of all the way back into it. And then just, just watch basically just the, the pay-per-view yeah. premium stuff. Um, cause I, I, I legitimately have, don't have enough time to watch, you know, raw and SmackDown and yeah, I, I do. If you have, if you're, if you, you know, when you're finishing up these pay-per-views or if you want to take a break from some of these ones and, you know, break them up a little bit, watch the NXT pay-per-views, the specifically the takeover Brooklyn ones. There's some of the best wrestling I have like the, like, I mean, I'm sure they're still really good, but the first like three or four were just incredible takeover Brooklyn specifically. So um, I, I would check that out and like Triple H was highly involved with them at the time. And then when he, when, it, you know, he had his health scares, actually, I think before his health scare, Vince moved him to SmackDown and, I, you know, it kind of rubbed people a lot like the wrong way because I think he took more of creative over. Anyways, what's up, Pac? You there? One second, bro. I'm switching mic. Hey. That's what we like to hear. Beep, do yeah. you have, uh, do you have any winners that, that, you know, stand out to you? Um. Ric Flair yeah, was also I, a guy that lasted, right? Also, if you enter in one or two in the Rumble, technically you're the first one in, right? So well, if you're either yeah, or. Yeah. So, there's, so first, there's this debate. Well, yeah. The first one in the ring is, you know, the, the number one entrant and then number two comes in. But the more, Rumble doesn't start until those two are, are going at it. Um, but as I'm, I'm kind of looking here, it looks like there's only been – three winners that came from the number one spot and only one winner that came from, well, technically I guess there's two winners from the number two spot, uh, Ray Mysterio in what is that? Uh, 2006 and technically Mr. McMahon in 99. How about that? Would you look at that? There you go. McMahon uh, winning was such bullshit. Uh, that, that, that was really just a further, the, you know, the, the brawl between him and, and Stone Cold. So it's really I, I, crazy I how the, the, their feud carried that company for, for three years. years. That, did you watch WCW back in the 90s? Because I was a big, no, huge, no, no, no. Nope. I, I, I was huge Bill Goldberg fan. No, big no, no, time. No, no, no. no, WCW was was that trash, tra- trash. trailer trash. 
So I, I, I didn't watch it. I watched both. I watched both, but I, I really loved me some Goldberg when he, I remember like, you know, raw would come on late here in the West coast back when, you know, before satellite um, and everything. And when Goldberg made his debut on WWE, because that money ran out, that WCW money ran out. I remember my dad woke me up. He was like, you got to see this. The rock, you got to see who the, who came out to challenge the rock right now. He just asked who's next. And when my dad said those two words, who's next, man, I did like the, the rock or like the Shawn Michaels when like they leap up off their back onto their the, the feet. Kip up. Yeah. The kip yeah. up. I did that straight out of bed and like booked it. Like, like, let's go down. Oh my God. I was so stoked to see Bill Goldberg. And then like, oh, his run was so short. And that's what a, what a, short stint but it was cool to see stone cold finally stun him so you know as i've aged in in my life i've come i've become a huge stone cold fan true wearing the tank right now but i just got this sick shih tzu t-shirt from the it's a, it's brand new it's a shih tzu t-shirt oh my god i'm sorry that probably sounded terrible um <laughs> it's that one penny, i'm not gonna be able to fix in post yeah sorry for my mic it uh my brother thought i made this because it looks exactly like my dog and uh it just so happened that my lady uh found it at the local guilt goodwill mm. so it worked out and i thought and it says 4x on it but when i looked at the tag it was 2x so i was like oh thank god i mean i still would have bought it 4x and all yeah. and i still would have worn it you know but i love a good hawaiian shirt yeah, I've, and got, I've the, got like seven or eight of them in, in the closet. Like Gabriel Iglesias right now. Look at me, huh? <laughs> uh, <laughs> ah, fluffy. Isn't that how he laughs? Doesn't he do that thing? Yes. Yeah. Um. So I'll I'll, I'll give my top five winners, and I'll I'll give some top five people who did not win, or who I guess who have never won that I wish would have won. How about that? Uh, number five, uh, I will go with, I'm going to go with Seth Rollins in 2019. Ooh, yeah. okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, I like number four, yeah, number four, I'm going to go Roman Reigns in 2015. Number three. Record setting, right? Was, was, was that the record setting one where he threw like the most men over, like he threw like 13 guys over the rope? I think so. Broke a I, record? Yeah. Uh, number three, I'm going to go with, hmm, number three, I'm going to go with the rock in 2000. Number two, I'm going to go with edge in 2021 because that was a huge comeback. Dude just came back from all his neck surgeries for like the 19th time or whatever. Uh, and then number one is is going to be Stone Cold. Any one of his three, you know, the one where he was kicking people out and sitting up on top of the ropes and just, you know, tapping his, his wristwatch saying, come on, who's next? What? What? Oh, yeah. God, I love that man. Yeah. So uh, Stone Cold literally, literally the greatest. He's the greatest. Uh, you know, but I will say one of the most impressive dominant runs to, like I've ever seen start like out of wrestling career was Brock Lesnar. Okay, well, I love yeah. him. In, I love him in a Royal Rumble the way he just tosses dudes. But when he first started out in wrestling, 
the athleticism that just popped out of the screen, I was terrified. I felt like one of his F5s was going to be so devastating that a boot was going to come out of my TV screen and knock me out. <laughs> Hit me in the face. Well, that, that rumble a couple of years ago where he eliminated like 15 people in a row, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like it, and he was just sitting there waiting. Uh, I think that was the year that uh, that Drew McIntyre uh, ended up winning because McIntyre actually eliminated uh, Lesnar for that one. Man, that, that? It, it's so crazy that McIntyre was a part of like one of the worst tag teams like ever in WWE history. The dude yeah. leaves, goes to Impact or TNA or whatever the hell it is, becomes a huge star there. And they welcome they they bring him back as like this big mega star and they, and they give him all this attention. But they were they were trying to market him that way. I think towards the end of his initial run with them, but they, they he just didn't catch on because he was a part of that stupid. He was a joke. Yeah, he's yeah. a joke. Yeah, but, but you, you, you know what it was? He came back with a beard, and that changed mm. everything. So if you look at old Drew McIntyre stuff, you know he's that the the clean shaven, the, literally literally a baby face. Right. He's got the the long, you know, straight hair, clean shaven, baby face. He looked like a freaking joke. He couldn't he talk came back, really either. Yeah, exactly. He he had no no skills on the mic at all. But when mm-hmm. he came back, he came back with, you know, gaining, I don't know, 60, 70 pounds of muscle. And yeah, the, the beard, yeah. just like that. That's what sold it right there. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of wrestling talk today. How about that? Yeah, I know. I mean, the, the, I think our, our listeners would be like, "What the what like what the hell's going on here?" But I mean, you know, people, you know, they gotta they gotta sometimes, you know, see our versatility here. We know a lot about the, about this, and it just so ha- well. Honestly, this is all because of Pac. If Pac didn't mention yes. Royal Rumble uh, for his lopic, then we we wouldn't be here right now today. Pac, did you end up switching mics? No doubt, no doubt. Here. There we go. That's my guy. How's it going, Pac? How you been? What's going on? What's good with y'all? You said you're airplane Pac today. Does that mean you're traveling via airplane for work? Well, I did that, but I had a... All right, I'm going to break that off for you. Fancy luggage, bro. Let's get to it. Fancy Ooh. luggage. Go out and get this Gucci luggage, this Louis luggage. Go, go, How do you think they treat that luggage? Just like my luggage? Where do you think they put your bag? Right next to my bag? Like, just for it to go down the same ramp, get treated the same way, and go to the same place. But let's stick to this Royal Rumble. Go ahead. Well, I mean, do you do you want to kind of introduce the topic? It, I mean, I, I don't want to steal your shine here because yeah, we're not, th- th- this, we, this we is a we great topic. Brought, we have not introduced it. We just talked about the Rumble a little bit. We haven't said what your topic is. Oh, well, you know, ain't no stealing no shine, bro. It's all love. That's why I brought it to the table. But yeah, it's uh the top. What would the ultimate Royal Rumble be? You feel me with the top twenty wrestlers or top twenty sports people entertain like whichever way you want to go with it. You feel me? So I figure everybody go a little different way with it, and we pick them like that. Do we want to do a draft, or do we want to just kind of introduce our list and then yeah, have people judge it, bro? Everybody got a list. Okay, I'm I'm like halfway done with my list right now. Uh, based on the, fe- the the categories you gave us, what category were you going to go with, Bach? Out of those I'll four. Take the NFL, Ultimate NFL Royal Rumble. Ultimate NFL Royal Rumble, so like NFL players? No doubt. Ooh, okay, you want to get us started so Beep and I can finish our lists? Or are you still finishing yours? 
Yeah, fill it, bro. I need like five more players, bro. So give me a second. Oh man, that, that that's good. I've missed Sarah Spain so much, and it was never more apparent than that great Cody Tuesday. And like she was on for snippets of it. She wasn't even on like that that whole time. Her stopping by the studio, getting everything going. We've needed punishments. And also that, the fact that we didn't have pro- a prognosticator this year really, really sucked. Yeah. That, I, don't, that, I, I miss I, I, that. I miss that, that segment a lot. So much. I don't care. Bring as problematic as he, as he is. Bring back Jericho. You know, bring back his fake stats or whatever. If you can get him. Bring somebody back. Bring Steve O probably thinks he, he needs to come back and, and, and give his picks or whatever because he, he still owes them. But anyways, I miss having a good prognosticator. But I, I guess not having that ESPN title next to their name anymore maybe makes things a little more difficult. But uh salute to Greg Cody, you know, always bringing that fi. One of the greatest shows we've had in, I, I want to say maybe maybe the greatest show we've had like in over a year. It was it was just laugh out loud funny. I had I was crying laughing. Lava hands? Are you kidding me? That was I mean I I can't stop laughing at the, at that term lava hands. If you see something, say it. If you hear it, react to it. Oh my gosh. That that had me dying because the way that he just presented that is like, oh, everyone says this. If you see it, say it. If you hear it, react. I I lost my shit. It wasn't in my hand. <laughs> Thank goodness. Uh, there's, there's no way I would ever use my hand. I would find a way to put my ass up on the sink. I'm not using my hand for, for no. It's a bunch of other things that's going to happen before I use my actual bare hand and wipe my like dog. Hell no. I ain't talking about baby shit. For one, baby shit and human grown-up shit is completely different. Mm-hmm. You shit on your hands on purpose either. And that's still always disgusting too, but it's something you have to deal with because it's a child that cannot fend for itself. Like, that is not an excuse. The whole time he was talking, I'm just like, dog, Roy, you're not going to butt in, bro, and just tell him how disgusting this shit is, bro, to Americans. To yep, that's 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 the way it goes. Pac, do you got that list ready? How many players do you need more? Like three that I'm trying to make. Okay, now you got you got three more. Uh, so, um, what is it? Uh, I think I've mentioned before here that I have like I taught Lavar Arrington's kid, and it, well, it was, it, so I was like subbing for their other for his other kid the other day, and I was just like, man. Like they 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 were trying to go for a state title at my at my old high school this year because Lavar's the defensive coordinator there now, and it's just crazy some of the kids they have on campus that they're recruiting there because he's there. Like I was like, man, and then and then like the, the classroom I was in, the 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 classroom aide was like telling me like, oh, like um, you know, just the other like last week he was on he was Facetiming with Micah with Parsons. And I was like, hot whistle? And she was like, what does that mean? And I was like, never mind. She was he was hot, he was faced just in class, and she was just like, Yeah, they're they're childhood friends. They've grown like even though you know there's an age difference, they they grew up t- together and they they talk all the time. And I was like, Whoa, rough. And I, in the back of my head, I was thinking, rough loss this weekend. No. But yeah, yeah. Um, I have up to 14. On on mine, what say you, Beep? What what are you going with? What's what's yours? So I'm going with a list of five wrestlers, five people from sports, 
five from entertainment and then five sports analysts, podcaster, media personalities. I'm going with, with uh, all sports media analysts and personalities. Okay. I I think that's where I I, I have settled here on on my, uh, yeah, on my list. I'm trying to think who else. Ooh, I need four more. The thing is, is like there's so many good choices. All right, all right, all right. Let's get this. Part. Okay, let's go. Oh, look, okay, let, let, let's Ooh. go. Let's run out of steam there. NFL Royal Rumble. We're going to start it off old school. So the first person that's going to enter the ring, Dick Buckets. The next person who's going to roll after him, Mike Singletary. So they're the first two that's going to kick it off. Some old school matching. A couple, couple of Bears legends there cutting it yeah. up. Monsters of the Midway. So we're going to start it off right. Then coming in behind after him, Mike Dicker. We're going to get it going with okay. Mike and after him. Then Junior Seah. Then Brian Erlacher. So you see I'm doing a little thing here. We Just all, all, all linebackers there. Yeah, we're getting some brothers in here. So we're going to mm-hmm. get this party started right. Then who else to come in? But America's favorite, J.J. Watt. JJ Watt entered the ring. And then is he running him. is he running into the ring with the like with an American flag waving? No, he is. Oh, of course. So he might even have a little shield or something. That he is he is he he's ripping off Hulk Hogan's theme song, right? Oh, oh I mean fishing down and it hurts inside. Because that song is more American than the national anthem. I don't, I don't I don't think that's such a hot take. But then after him, we're going to have Julius Peppers come in, a little more athleticism, a more physicality. Peppers. Then we're going to take it back old school. After Peppers, Mean Joe Green. After Mean Joe Green, Ed Tall Jones. After Ed Tall Jones, give me Bill Romanowski. Now it's really a brawl. You're getting nasty. You're getting dirty. Give me Bill Romanowski. Now we're going to switch it up. Give me some of the big fellas, man. Give me Willie Roth coming in next. And after that, give me another lineman. Give me Larry Allen after him. Then after that, I'm going to bring it back to the future. Give me Aaron Donald. Then behind Aaron Donald, we're going to follow up with another Watt. We're going to bring TJ in there. You feel me? Then we're going to go back to the O-line. Give me another big body in there. Give me Orlando Pace. You feel me? Then we're going to follow that up with another sumo. I'm going to go with Nate Newton. You feel me? Free Nate Newton. We drug lord. But uh, then after him, we're going to go with the secondary. Give me John Lynch. We're going to have John Lynch run in. Then after that, I'm going to go a little bit older, school than even John Lynch. I'm going to go Ronnie Lott, another hitter, another head banger. Then these last two to top it off. And the last one is going to be the killer. But the next one, the other guy I'm bringing in is a certified monster. I'm going to bring in Bobby Wagner. And to cap it all off. Because the person that I brought in last had to have a little pizzazz, you know, had to have the most showmanship. It's going to be the nightcap is going to really bring it to the climax to hype everybody up. And who's the best person to hype everybody up besides Ray Lewis? Ooh, you know, yeah, that's a really good entrance because you know he's doing that whole like, 
stomping thing. He's probably crying. Like has the has the eye black on. That's a great, great entry. And I give you the end with Ray Lewis. It's gonna be that's a, a real that's a really solid solid football list. That's a really yeah, that's a really good list of brawlers there. I have a, I have a mix going on here with mine. Uh, Beep, I have mine ready, but if you're if you want to go, yeah, I've go so I, I've got I've got a list here. It has people from sports, uh, wrestlers. I've got people from entertainment, and then uh, sports podcast personalities, analysts, whatever. By the way, so so my wrestlers, uh, I've got. I'm not putting these in any order, uh, but they're they're here. Anyway. This is just the entry they, they come into the rumble. No, no, no. I, I don't have them in that order. Oh, okay. I just have them have them listed here. So I've got Brock Lesnar. We already talked about that. Stone Cold talked about that. The Rock, Shawn Michaels. And one of those guys that you know is is supposed to come in a clean house, but ends up just getting wiped out. Great Kali. Mm, right, hey, yeah. that's how it always goes too. Yeah. <laughs> right, he comes you, in the, the, guy the middle of the rumble when the ring's full with like ten guys. He'll throw half of them out, but then like another five come in, and then they all just decide, no, nah, screw this, and they all throw them out. Zagaki mm-hmm. uh, for for my sports uh, players here. So uh, I've got Bartolo Colon, big sexy. I've got Aaron Judge, the Judge. Uh, I've got Shaq. Again, he's he's has some wrestling uh, credibility there as well. Uh, I've got Shane Victorino, the flying Hawaiian. You always need one of those little guys, one of those little high flyers, kind of like nowadays you got what Ricochet, you had Rey Mysterio, someone that's going to take some risks in the Rumble, but ends up getting eliminated anyway. Uh, and then I have just one of the all-time great nicknames in hockey. Uh, I've got the Butcher, Radko Gudas from the Panthers. What better person to get in a fight than someone nicknamed the butcher that plays hockey. All right. My, uh, <laughs> no, that, but that was, that is a really good one. Sorry. I, yeah. I, I don't know why we didn't like call it like, yeah, no, you're right. Nothing. Yep. The butcher. Yeah. The butcher's going to come out to <laughs> my God. I was, I was trying to speed through another list real quick. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, my, enter, my entertainers list here. I've got Kevin Hart. Uh, Cause he's obviously going to come in and tag in with the rock and they're going to mm-hmm. do their thing together. Uh, I've got Jason Statham, you know, you, you always need a little bit of international flair. Uh, I've got Jason Momoa, kind of that Roman reigns. His hair is throwing out one person, one, at least one person mm-hmm. got Terry Cruz and I've got sliced alone from Rocky four, a, a, a very specific slice alone. Rocky. Yeah, when that music hits, there's going to be a pop for sure. Yep, exactly. Uh, and then, mm-hmm. and then my uh, my sports personalities, podcaster, analyst, whatever. I've got Mikey A. I mean that that's going to be a, a tough road to hoe if you're mm-hmm. trying to throw him over the top ropes. Uh, I've got Stephen N. He Stephen A. He's going to come in and cut a promo before he even gets to the ring. Uh, then I've got Gojo. You know, kind of fast, big dude. Uh, I've got Stugatz as the uh, San Martino or Santino Morella kind of guy comes in like one second and gets eliminated. Uh, and then I've got Fleming M. Perfect. He high flyer. <laughs> <laughs> he's the, he's the, he's the, the big guy. That Shaq, he's the guy that Shaq picks up and th- uses like a bowling ball to like yep. take out the rest of the wrestlers in the ring. 
Zagaki. You know, this is what I wanted to ask you, bro. Are you putting these people in the ring with real wrestlers and real fighters? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> these, these, these people these people are in the ring just all together. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're going to die, bro. <laughs> They're just part of the mayor. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I think Terry Crews could probably hold his own. Uh, Shaq is going to hold his own. Aaron Judge, the dude's 6'7", 285. No, I was um, talking about Stu Gotts and you know these oh other yeah. guys. Yeah, no, they they're they're getting tossed immediately. That that that's why they're there. They're there for the, the, the comic effect. The whole, you know, Santino Morella thing coming in with his little, you know, cobra sock or whatever. Yeah. Oh man, okay. I got mine. You guys ready for mine? Absolutely. Mine's, mine's sports media analysts and podcasters. Okay. And, and mine's going to go in, in a specific order. So I'm going to try to tell a story here. Okay. So at number one, and it's, I just realized it's the only woman I have on my list, but Mina Kimes. Mina's tough. She's competitive. She'll hold her, her own in a ring with these, with these men. At number two, Stu Gotts. Now, here's where things are going to be interesting about my Royal Rumble. Stu's going to come in and Stu and Mina are going to kind of be like, why waste energy on each other? Let's just team up. Okay. Number three, the Duke, Billy Gill. Billy's going to come in, and they're all going to kind of agree to the same thing. Okay? Number four, Chris Sims. Chris Sims comes to the ring now, and this is where the three of them get together, toss his ass out. And then while they're all, like, high-fiving and celebrating in good time, um, they're going to toss Mina out as well, Stu and Billy. Okay? Wow, backstabbers. Mm-hmm. Then we have Amin Al-Hassan coming into the ring. Okay, they're chilling. Next at number six, since he he sometimes calls games or not calls games, but he he um, covers games for the Lakers on their channel out here. Metal World Peace. He's gonna be absolutely crazy. He's gonna come in there. He's gonna be knocking like the three of them around. The three of them are gonna try to gang up on him, and it's gonna be like kind of a little bit of an all-out brawl. Pablo Torre is gonna come in next, and he's going straight out the ring. Meta's just tossing him right out. Followed by Kenny Mayne, same thing. Shefty. Now, Shefty's not going to go out right away, but he's going to put up a little bit of a fight. Okay? And then this is where you need a little bit of help to get Meta out because Meta's been doing a good job. Okay? He's, he, I mean, he, he's not throwing anybody over, but he's, he's definitely weakening you know people. Anyways, uh, Mikey C is going to come in. Then Gojo. Then all of them are going to get Meta World Peace out. Then Gojo. Then Mikey C. Kellerman, same thing. Bomani Jones comes out. Foxworth. Now Foxworth joins up with Amin, Billy, and Stugatz because they're going to need him for Shaq, who I also had on my list coming out along with Gojo. 16, Shannon Sharp. They all get Shaq out. Okay. Herb Street comes on. on. They get Herbie out. Rich Eisen. Oh, they're all just going to town on Rich Eisen. Greg Cody comes in. They're all super happy to see Greg. They send his ass right out the ring. Okay. Next thing you know, there goes Dominique. All right. And then Billy Gill. Then Amin and Stu Gotts are battling it out. Then somehow Amin gets thrown out by Stu Gotts. And it's just Stu Gotts in the ring. Music pops. And who's that coming out down the ramp? Last pick in this Royal Rumble. Michael Wilbon. Okay. Got to hang Michael, tough. Michael Gotta Wilbon, Stu in that ring. You think Stu is going to last the whole rumble, get through it. 
Will Bond's coming through successful. That's the upset. That's what I'm going wow. with. That's my sports podcast, Royal Rumble. And I gave you, you know, a winner. Wow. I had I had Stugatz in there like for half a second, and then he's the guy that kind of hides under the ring mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. the last the last minute. Everyone thinks Ooh, that's a know, good point. Yeah, I, so I think everyone thinks that Will Bond is one, but Stugatz comes in, to- tosses him over, and he wins because he's a snake in the grass. That's that's how I think it should go. But it's your list. It's your list. Put that, re- revise it, throw that ending in there. Boom. My list. We're show bookers. That's what Triggers. we do. Mm-hmm. We book things. Mm-hmm. And that's going to do it for this episode of Post Post Game Show. It's been at Beef Count on Twitter. Joined tonight by Pow out in Southern California. Got Stu Pock in Stu Pock City. We will talk to you next time. If you smell what the pot is cooking. Thanks for listening to this episode of Lauer After Hours. You can always reach us on Twitter at Lauer After Hours or Instagram at Lauer After Hours. We're available wherever you get podcasts, so don't forget to download, subscribe, review, and rate five stars. <laughs>